0: This is the Murphy, Sam and Jody Weekend Replay Podcast Picking out some of our favorite moments From this past week And it starts now
1: Join us anytime 877 310 msj You know, we love to hear from you What's going
2: on, Karen? Hey, I was calling So I was letting you guys know Just listen to your show mm-hmm. About remedies for when you're sick The, the whiskey and honey and lemon
1: <laughs> Yes mm-hmm. I call it a whiskey haze <laughs> <laughs>
2: Well, I thought it was funny, because I, I heard y'all comment that you've never heard a professional kind of um, prescribe that, right. and where I grew up, where um, I came from, I had a professional tell me to take that one time, and they call it a hot toddy. Oh, right. oh
0: really? I've heard oh, yeah. of the hot toddy. I just oh. didn't know anybody yeah. professionally would prescribe it. For sure.
1: It. We for sure have heard of that. Yeah. <laughs> hot toddy. And they did they tell you like measurements or you just mix them
2: (laughs) you pretty much I remember it was like mixed to uh, kind of your own taste yeah but I had gotten the the flu but it was past the point where I could take Tamiflu so they Mm -hmm. told me just take a hot toddy
1: nice and did it help
2: Uh, it, it, knocked me out. Yeah.
0: Like, that <laughs> answer being, heck
1: yeah, it helped.
0: Yeah. Cool. Yes, it helped. It
1: definitely did.
0: Thank you, Karen.
1: <laughs> I call it the whiskey haze just because oh. I had it once in my life. I oh. coughed a lot when I was a little girl. That was the whole, when they took me to the doctor and they told me I was allergic to. Chocolate. Right.
0: Did she go to a doctor or a bartender, though? <laughs> professional, re- no, no, you know?
1: No, no, no. My daddy walked it into my room once. Well, no, and I know that. I, I get the, the hot family. Toddy. I mean, yeah. The
0: it's an old wives' tale, case. but I'm talking about what Karen just called it. She yeah. said that it was a professional well, that said, you know, to do that. so A professional mixologist. Uh, something, right, exactly. <laughs> Wait. For this, I recommend a Tom Collins. We've all. <laughs> all- Ronnie Well, you need a Long Island iced tea. <laughs> I think this calls for an old fashioned. <laughs> mm
1: hmm. We've all had a doctor who had like a home remedy, right? Mm-hmm. Especially back in the day. I can believe it happened. All right. Jump in with us <laughs> anytime. eight seven seven three one zero four msj
3: Jody, earlier you told us that uh, you washed Murphy's glasses accidentally. Well, he left them in his hoodie and they
0: got washed. Yeah, and I will take a picture of that today, by the way, so we can post it. It's a mangled mess. <laughs> so you're going to have to get new ones, right? Yeah, but the, the timing was good anyway because I got prescriptions for new glasses a couple of months ago mm-hmm. and I hadn't gone been and the, sitting
1: on it, huh?
3: This
0: pair, <laughs> this pair is about three years old. Yeah. So, yeah.
3: All right, and I asked
0: you something about him washing clothes, and you said Murphy's mm-hmm. not allowed to wash clothes. I
1: didn't say that. He said that. Oh, I
0: said, okay. I, yeah, I said that. You know, I mean, obviously the glasses thing, my fault, my bad. Yeah. You know, but I but I want to want to want to know why you're not allowed to wash clothes. First
1: of all, I didn't say he okay, wasn't so he allowed. My gosh, we don't have that sort of
0: we don't we don't have the allow word used. Well, if that's the case, then you need to give me a key to the laundry room. Okay, yeah. stop.
1: <laughs> why do kidding. you think you don't wash clothes?
0: Oh, I bet. Why you, do you I, think
1: I prefer you not?
0: You probably think that I use too much detergent. That's one. Yeah, really. really? But Was I am, it? yeah. But I am a. I like things to be clean. I do that with the with the dishwasher too. I fill up the reservoir, yeah, and then when I close the reservoir, I put a big squirt in the dishwasher because I want it clean. I don't. Oh, yeah. I don't ever feel it's enough.
1: He overuses chemicals. <laughs> <laughs>
0: he does cleaning chemicals,
1: and that you know, we can't afford that. I think that's a waste. Usually, the uh, the suggested amount is just right, mm-hmm. but well, overuses chemicals. I,
0: I just think about. I mean, when my grandmother used to wash my clothes. I mean, they came out. They smelled good for days oh. afterwards. You know, oh. I okay. mean, she just thanks for that. No, I'm not. <laughs> I, no, no, <laughs> I'm not saying thinking. anything
3: bad. You're saying Jody doesn't live up to your grandma's standards. Know, that's well, has been he, the
1: case forever. Nobody could.
0: But my mom, uh, same thing. My mom used believed in using the the perfume free stuff. Yeah. So our clothes at home, it's, they didn't smell bad. They just didn't smell. So
1: moving out and getting married was your chance for good smelling <laughs> laundry. <laughs> okay. Yeah. The second reason that he, do you know the other reason why you don't do laundry? Number two, you don't have time for it.
0: Oh. He, he, uh, I,
1: oh, I can, oh, oh, I know. There's another reason, yeah, though.
0: Yeah, it's because I don't sort.
1: He wants to wash everything together, like everything. That's you efficient. You can't wash my delicates with towels. Yeah, and
0: see, now that keeps us from wasting the extra detergent because it's one load. There's
1: another reason. Uh, what? Fourth reason oh, that you don't God. wash clothes. What? It's because... When you do, or if you did, you would be asking me co- questions constantly. Can this go? Can I do this? And I just like, I'll do it. Which one of these is the washer? <laughs> Jump in with us anytime. We like to hear from you the most. Eight seven seven three one zero four MSJ.
0: How are you, Corinza? I'm doing well, thank you. I'm
2: actually just getting well. My household getting over the flu that was calling about remedies.
1: Okay. Oh, yes. A hot toddy of your own?
2: <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, it's so funny how, you know, sometimes we say we're so different, but worldwide, there are things that are just very similar. I'm right. from Jamaica originally. Yes. And uh, back home, our remedy is with Jamaican overproof white rum, honey, <laughs> and the lime. And sometimes some people use ginger and garlic in that mm. as well. That so, sounds like something you would yeah. order
1: <laughs> at a bar, without the garlic. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yes, yeah, sometimes we use a lot, we use garlic for a lot of whole remedies.
1: Mm-hmm. Huh. So tell me the recipe again.
2: Jamaican overproof white rum, mm. honey, and lime.
1: Yeah, that's honey. That always seems to be a nine nine common proof,
0: theme in these. So
2: the rum is ninety proof, so it does not go down smooth at all. But trust me, <laughs> it knocks you out and knocks yes. the flu out.
1: <laughs> that's why the honey
0: is
3: there to help it go down. <laughs> yeah.
1: Man, yeah. that sounds that sounds wonderful. <laughs> well, if you're sick, if you you're sick, try it.
0: <laughs> I you. might. Thank you, Corinza. We appreciate the call. I, know, I just I never heard of overproof rum, and I just looked it up. It says. Navy Strength. Navy? Navy? It's nicknamed Navy Strength. Yeah, because oh. it's very strong.
1: It's huh. funny because I like rum a lot, and I find that it does go down easy, but I don't know that I've ever had 90, 90 proof. proof. What yeah. does 90 proof mean exactly? I think you told me this once, Murphy. Tell her,
3: Sam. That means it's good.
0: No, <laughs> Now, really? the, like, the proof
3: is usually double the percentage of alcohol. So if it's 90 proof, that means 45% alcohol by volume, ABV.
1: Oh And see, then but,
3: as a point of reference, beer is usually like four percent,
0: five percent: I see up to seven or eight percent.: Of course we don't drink anymore, so we wouldn't know to you sample. Do. Yeah, I wouldn't have all that committed to memory but, for no reason. <laughs> but looking it up here, it looks like overproof is like anything over hundred, 115 somewhere okay. in there. So the higher it gets, Whoa. yeah man, more thank you Just think for rubbing that. alcohol.
1: Okay, thank you, Corinza. No, you can't
0: drink rubbing alcohol. You
1: call us anytime, 877 310 We've created a subcategory per Samantha's request <laughs> to, wow. to our not-so-serious book club, because in that book club is mostly fun fiction, like when I'm reading Daisy Jones and the Six. Um, but Samantha has requested, and I think it's lovely... Because uh, she likes to read self-help books and inspiration and personal growth stuff. And that's that's Mur- that's right at Murphy's Alley. So
0: the subsection is called Murphy's Kind of Serious? I don't know. Section? I don't know. We haven't figured that yeah, out. We'll
1: get to that.
0: Maybe I could get my own book club. Be oh, so serious. This is
1: your own book. This is your shot at your own book club right here. <laughs> right now. Murphy's the- Too Serious, but self-improvement book club. <laughs>
0: So I'm, I'm supposed to give some recommendations? Yes, yes. please.
1: Enlighten yeah. us.
0: You know, I mean, so there's a ton of these kind of books out there. Yeah, you have 120 hundred. Most of them albums. are in our house. <laughs> yeah. uh, I'm a fan of both self-help and management books, but we'll just focus on the self-help ones. Okay. okay yeah. And um, so there are three that I'm going to give you right now. I'm going to give you one classic classic, or really two classic classics by the same off- author, one big one from the 90s, and one big one currently. Ready? Okay. Yeah. All right. The first, Dale Carnegie, You Gotta Do It, How to Win Friends and Influence, Influence People, People. Okay. and How to Stop Worrying and Start Living. They're both great books. The, t- the genius of the title of How to In- Win Friends and Influence People is it makes it sound like it's a trick. It's not. That you're using, but it's not. It mm-hmm. really is about very basic you know, ways to truly be... More accessible to others.
1: Do you know that I picked that up at one point, your copy, and I was like, huh, this has got to be good. Like, I've heard so much about this book in my whole life, and I was like,
0: oh, I can't read this. (laughs) Where's Harry Potter? (laughs) Now, I realize it was written in the 1940s, so there are some things that are very dated, but I mean, you can look at it and go, okay, that's from that time period, I'll, you know, discard that. Take the
1: fundamentals. Right, yeah.
0: And he's the guy that built Carnegie Hall, right?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Right. You need your own (laughs) (laughs) second
0: son the, the Seven Habits of Highly Effective People Yay. by Stephen Covey. Yeah, it's a yeah. great fundamental book. A restatement yeah. of some things of you know of previous books. And then the my favorite, most current, and it's also a bestseller, is James Clear Atomic Habits. Oh, right. Which is, again, just a great way to refocus in a busy, crazy world where your attention's all over the place you, into things that yeah. matter most.
1: I tried to read that, too, when I was sitting in my house, and I'm just like... I can't do
0: it. Jody clearly doesn't want to improve.
1: <laughs> Get all these at murphysamandjody.com. Oh. I delivered an early Valentine's this week, and that is to yeah. my papa, uh, who is 93 years old, but he's in the hospital. Um, he had a small stroke the other day, and he's been in the hospital since. But... um, my goodness! I picked up at the store. I was at the store, knowing I was going to see him the next day, and I was grocery shopping anyway. And I came across the "Be My Valentine" Little Debbie <laughs> Nutty Buddies, and he eats a Nutty Buddy every morning yeah. for breakfast. Yeah, he's his favorite snack. And I'm like, I have to get this, and so I brought him those. He liked it. He opened it and ate it right away. Okay. Mm-hmm. Sam, here's the here's the deal. You know, he had a stroke, and, and so one of the, he's doing like occupational therapy. He's doing physical therapy, and they're they did. The, like, questions with him. They came in and worked with him to see, you know, if there was any damage yeah. to the brain, mm-hmm. to his mind, his thought processes. Oh, I
3: see it with him, though. That could be
1: Oh my gosh. his sense of humor. Do you know what? I, he, he cracked me up the whole visit. But here's what I, I wasn't there for this, this Q&A, but it was like, I want you to tell me some opposites. Like, I want you to, you know, what's the opposite of up? He says down. What's the opposite of, you know, day? And he says night. And he passed that with flying colors. And then they said, well, where are you? And he says, he named the hospital. And he said, and I'm on the fifth floor. He named exactly where he was. I think oh. they may have to- he may have told him the, n- the room number. Yeah. So there has been no damage to the brain. Which is a
0: blessing and a miracle, 93 years old. Then he turned
1: the tables on on the girl, and and he he said, do you know the opposite of fear? And she didn't, and he goes, it's faith. And it's the preacher in him. Wow. He said the opposite of fear is faith, and he started telling her all about it. Some other things, like I sat there and visited with him for such a long time, he cracked me up. Um, he's kind of hung up on the parking garage fee. He feels bad <laughs> for anybody who comes to visit him. He's like, Joey, did you did you park in the garage? I'm like, yes, sir. He said, you got $3 to get out of here? I said, I sure do. <laughs> he says, well, if you don't, he says, you know, maybe we can work something out. <laughs> <laughs> he said, maybe I can go with you. He also wants me to spring him out of there. He's yeah, like, you I'm know, you can, you can push me out of the wheelchair out of here, and we can get out of here, and maybe I get out of the pay in the Bill. Yeah. <laughs> but he's hung up on the $3, just so you know. He definitely has
0: a sense of humor <laughs> yeah. and his mind. Yeah. And he's
1: doing really well doing some physical therapy now. Hey, I have an update
3: on what my kids are, uh, my teenagers, my teen twins are going to be doing after school. You know, Parker had uh signed up originally for the uh, Marines. Yeah. What do you mean had? What he did, he signed a letter of intent. He'd been working out with the Marines. Right, Sam. Uh, He has decided that he really wants to be a corpsman in the Navy.
1: Oh. So not leaving
3: the service, but he's decided that, and I don't know if it's all the workouts with the Marines that kind of broke him. (laughs) Really? (laughs) Or or what. Uh, I know he had a tough time with some of them, but at some point he just decided he, I mean, he originally wanted Air Force, Mm -hmm. but then he went with Marines and now he's back to Navy. Because uh, he he wants to be a corpsman and do the medical stuff.
1: That's wonderful. So I'm cool with
3: that. Yeah. It's
1: all wonderful. It's it's all service, and it's all gonna make him better.
3: Uh, here's one for you, though. My daughter uh-huh. Parker's uh, twin sister Maddie, Maddie. Um, she may be going to the American University of Paris.
1: This
2: uh,
1: does, does not surprise me, and um, it's
3: fabulous. She still speaks French very well, because um, she had that you know, French immersion school that she mm-hmm. went to, so she had eight whatever years of French. Man. Um, she and her mom are going over to take a tour of the school uh-huh. e- uh, during Easter break.
1: Oh, my gosh. She's that been
3: accepted was- already.
0: But Maddie's put out a bunch of applications. She's been great. So let me make sure I'm wrapping my head around this. To Paris, yeah, of course, in France, yeah. Wow, (laughs) not the one in Texas, the one in France.
1: (laughs) Sam, oh my gosh, Uh, um, the feelings for you must be flooding with. Well, oh my gosh, I'm still trying to
3: to figure out what Maddie wants to do because she's never been Hmm? perm. You know, yes, I definitely want to go. She's open to going over there. That's why she's going to look right. But she's also applied to the school I'd like her to go to, my, oh my alma life. mater. And of all the schools she's applied to, that's the only one that's not come back with a year accepted.
0: Uh-huh.
1: She's been
3: accepted uh-huh. by other schools who have football teams that I don't agree with.
1: Oh, whoa, uh, really? Uh, yes. Oh, I'm sorry. And that's not going to happen, uh, trust me. I understand me. that burn. Yeah. So
3: uh, we're still waiting for the application to be approved, and she's oh. also, in the meantime, going to go check out...
0: Paris. So Either if she way. goes to Paris for school, she may fall in, lo- in love with it and want to live there. You yeah, know? she, she might. may. Yeah.
1: Uh, congrats to Maddie and Parker yeah. on Big Futures. Merci. I know this is going to sound weird for anyone who has a loved one in the hospital and how stressful that can be. And, you know, they always say you never get any rest in the hospital because they're always coming in to poke you or whatnot and check hmm. on you. And, and But um, my papa, who is 93, we've shared him a lot with you. He's a retired minister. Um, he is in the hospital. Currently, he had a small stroke a few days ago, and he's doing really well. Like his mm-hmm. mind is still one hundred and ten percent. And he asked me specific questions about Murphy. Is Murphy still King of the road? I'm like, I don't know what that means, but, you know, just, you know, driving everywhere, doing everything. I was like, yes, he's still working all the time. And he asked me specific questions about Taylor and Phoebe. And, like, he knows what's up.
3: No questions about me.
1: I'm sorry, Sam. (laughs) Not this time. Maybe you could come with me to the next visit. He is hung up on the $3 to get out of the parking garage for anybody who visits him. I mean, he just, he doesn't like that, that you have to pay to visit him. Poor thing. (laughs) He said one of the members from his church came to see him. And he said, look, tell the the congregation if if they don't if they can't come see me, that's okay. But if they want to send me each three dollars, then I can, I can help me pay my bill. Yeah. <laughs> he did say that. Um, another thing that I wanted to mention, going back to, you know, the way you feel about someone who's in the hospital, the small part of me and a small part of my mom, I remember her saying this, something about it for him because he's a social person. Mm-hmm is a little bit good for him yeah mentally because he has been spending a lot of time at, by himself at home yeah. i mean everybody checks on him in the family he's well taken care of with Nate with his children who live near him but <clears throat> The, somebody coming in every hour to check on him <laughs> has been good for him socially. Mm-hmm. Do
0: you it's know a new I'm audience saying? every it time. Is. Yeah, exactly. That's somebody who's not a family member and familiar. Right. And he's he goes into, when in I preacher say mode. preacher mode, it's not necessarily about preaching the gospel. He just goes into that he's the host mode. Mm-hmm. He does.
1: Yeah. Um, and so one of the nurses who came to take him to the bathroom the other day and help him in the bathroom, you know, that's really really personal but he needed the help he looked over at her and said do you get paid to do this (laughs) and she said yes sir he said i was just making sure you weren't doing it just because you're kind We like to hear from you the most, so join the conversation anytime, 877-3104-MSJ. You can also jump in
0: online. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter.
1: Jody, last week on your Facebook Live, you kind of uh, shared something big with everybody. I did. Didn't kind of, but yeah. (laughs) Um, I was diagnosed, and I am... It was to the surprise of my doctors, because I'm a little young for it, but with osteoporosis in my spine. Yeah. And so it's, a, it's advanced for my age, and there's no way for me to have known it. It's sort of, you know, it just means that my bones there are not as dense as they should be, and it's serious and i'm on it taking care of it
3: you shared it with everybody on the facebook live so we have some comments from folks right and mainly thanking you for doing it thank uh, from jill thanks for sharing your personal journey Mm -hmm. i related to you in so many ways i start taking vitamins and then life happens Mm -hmm. and i stop you are reminding me to take them thank you good
1: jill that that was the story too that that i told and if you missed it i will say again 10 or 12 years ago, my doctor said, look, you have this in your family history. You need to be taking vitamin D and calcium. Just take it every day. I'm like, great. And I did. Remember, Murphy? I do. It was like in the form of like a, a little candy or something. Mm. It was like a chocolate thing and you ate it every day. And it was like, mm. okay, this is it. And then when I ran out, I got busy taking care of kids, life busy, and I never took them again. Yeah. I'm I just, never took them again.
0: I'm glad you're not beating yourself up over that anymore,
1: though. Yeah, I kind though. of am. I mean... <clears throat> I kind of feel dumb about it.
3: Uh, Crystal says, thanks for being open and sharing this with us. Doctors sometimes say, you're too young. We're not testing. Mm. Kudos to your doctor for pursuing it. It's yeah.
1: true. I think it was because it was in my history when I sat down with her years ago. This is the doctor who brought Taylor and Phoebe into the world. Mm-hmm. You know, so I've been with her a really long time. So she knows a lot about me. And I was, I wasn't, I showed up for a mammogram and the regular appointment. And I didn't know I was getting a bone scan that day. And wow, what we found was like, oh,
3: and uh, finally, Heather says, it's a great reminder to help us all remember that supplements are important. Yes.
1: Well, talk to your doctor about what, you know, right, what's right is for recommended you. in that land. And we, we love hearing from you. Thank you for it. Uh, Instagram and Facebook, keep it coming. What's uh, a few weeks away? The Super Bowl, <laughs> but also yeah. Valentine's Day, and I want to drop <clears> this <throat> on you, especially singles. That means you, too, Sam. I love this. There's this idea mm-hmm. that when you're, and I think it's, I think it's when you're younger, you let it bother you that you're approaching Valentine's Day and you're single. I honestly think that's a, that's an age thing because as you get older, you get more comfortable with. Oh well,
3: you think it's also more of a. Uh, Sex thing too? I don't know. I think females probably think it more than
0: guys. I do. I don't know. When you were, you know, I know that when I was a kid, I, you know, I would feel exactly the way Jody's talking about when you don't have a a boyfriend or a girlfriend. Yeah, when you're younger. But I
1: do think, and I don't like to generalize this sort of thing, but I do think women more often, because we are more emotional creatures, some women do put a little bit more value on the whole day and the experience of the whole Mm. day than dudes. Okay. But um, they're saying, and I love this, that more singles today are fine with being single for Valentine's Day. Yeah. And you know why? Cha-ching! No, well, (laughs) that
0: might be you!
1: (laughs) The first place Sam goes... Uh, money. Uh, I mean,
3: uh, what? Why? <laughs> what?
1: What should I feel? Why? It's what we've been talking about in January, the pressure. No pressure New Year? Oh yeah, that's Same it. Same deal. Mm-hmm. They don't enjoy the pressure, and especially to me, is if you're in a new relationship. Yeah, You feel the pressure to get it right.
0: Yeah. You remember, our former producer Drew said he was never going to date before he got married. He would break Anybi- up. Anybody between Christmas yeah. and Valentine's Day.
1: Yeah, he'd ask a, a hot girl out on the 15th of February, <laughs> and he'd be waiting to ask her out. So true Mm -hmm. do you feel the way that way when you were when you're in relationships in your life and valentine's day would approach especially a new one sam certain times certain
3: relationships i felt lovey-dovey and i was into valentine's day but for the most part it's just another day to me
1: as we get closer to the date i will tell you my stories and i will share my philosophy on it because when i was younger Mm -hmm. it did mean a lot more to me and it, I was set up that way. I had some of my first really exciting experiences with boys yeah. when I was a girl, and it was on Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you ex- I don't know. It's its about expectation, and hopefully you know that it's really how someone treats you most of the time that matters most. Yeah,
0: and I'm really glad you got past that. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know, it's made our marriage wonderful. You love that. Jody? I've uh, finished the book, A Man Called
3: Ove.
1: Okay. Oh, it's, Jody!
0: Jody sped you up. I see, Sam. Yeah. Well, it's like, well s-
1: keep, finish reading. It's one it. of those
3: book things where you hit, you know, when you're in the last fifty pages, you start speeding up because you want to just like You want to know. <gasps> yeah, it's bittersweet for me it. because
1: I'll be sad that it's over normally, but yeah. I want to know.
3: Yeah. So
1: um, should it be a man called Sam? <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, it should. I don't know why. The last two books I've read have been that one and the Matthew Perry book, and it's right. like, well, this is too much mirror time here. Yeah, that's
1: okay. That's beautiful um, when you see yourself in something you read. No
3: spoilers, because okay. I know it'll affect the movie too. I'm sure. But um, a man
1: called Otto is the movie with a Tom Hanks. S-
3: sad ending, but oh, it's a good kind of sad. It's weird. Okay, I don't know. How, you have to to read it, and you'll understand. A
1: bittersweet, yeah, sort of thing. Yeah,
3: you're sad at what at the ending, but it's like. Yay. You start to think about the book, and it's like, you know what? That, that was a good read.
1: I'm really glad you finished it. Here's why. I did not think that you would stick with it. Because mm-hmm. the first day when you said, I downloaded that book, and I started reading it, and I <laughs> Which said, Which is what? how I talk. It is you, how, it's how you said that, yeah. <laughs> and you were like, something that you said, it's like, this is so, just not, it's not, you know, exciting. It, it, it was, was not. At the beginning, it
3: takes a while to get until you get into the book. Sure. They have to set everything up so you know where you stand before you get into it.
1: I thought you were going to be afraid of where it was going.
3: And the person that Ove is, and this isn't giving anything away, but I thought a lot about it, and it's really like stuff Murphy and I do. Sure. Like, um, Ove goes around every day twice and inspects everything, around his house, outside the parking area. It's a a parking area for the whole complex. Sure. Down the street and all. And he sticks his nose in where... Nothing was needed, and I don't mean in a bad way. I mean, he involves himself when, it, when something doesn't need to be corrected, he thinks it does.
1: Uh. You know, like
3: uh, you know, a person coming at you with high beams on, if it doesn't affect you, don't worry about it. But, ah, look at this idiot. Let me flash him. Right. It's like, is it affecting you? Don't worry about sure. it. Sure. Okay. But sure. everything with him, which is like a complaint or a critique, he's, he's constantly critiquing right. everything.
1: That kind of thing can be a habit.
3: It is. It Trust is. me. I know.
1: I know. I, I know that you know. But
3: there's a good, there's good in the guy. Yeah. And that comes out throughout the book.
1: So, do you recommend the book? Is oh, the question. definitely. Yeah. Oh, I want to go see
0: it. I'd never wanted to see the movie, but now I do. Yay. Yeah. So, I guess we get to keep it in the Not So Serious Book Club yes. at
1: MurphySamandJody.com. The most handsome man in the world. Da, da, da. It's not a people magazine thing. Yeah. Um, according to science, there's a new way to say the most handsome man and who, who he is. And I'm thinking what because that's that's opinion that's an opinion so, thing.
0: Yeah. yeah. And, it's kind of superficial. Thank
1: goodness that different people find different things attractive.
3: Yeah. yeah, but if science does it, then I guess they're looking for a perfectly symmetrical face. And thank
1: you. That's the they're looking for symmetry. Yeah. And they have like this whole mathematical. They're way not looking, to looking to for
3: symmetry. <laughs>
0: I don't Nobody. know. Has <gasps> it worked for you? Not yet.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Funny is 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 highly regarded. Okay, you, okay. but we're talking about handsomeness yeah, right now. You're both very ha- you're both very handsome. If that's what you're Thanks fishing for, for, throwing us a bone If that's in what there. you guys are fishing for already, <laughs> look. Um, his name, the actor Regé Jean Page from Bridgerton, ranks. High, like number one on the list for the most handsome face. Hmm.
3: We find ourselves seated beside each other. I would
1: like to think you're happy about that. It would be better if you refrained from thinking about me. Mm, about his, you know, it's based on his symmetry. Yeah, and way the way, I, and it's based on the whole golden ratio thing, which works in anything, right, Murphy? It's even an art thing.
0: It is. It's an art, and of course, now I don't remember what it is, but in photography uh-huh. and videography, and yeah, even yeah, the, the painting
1: go- on canvas. Yes. What's you, the golden ratio? The rule of the those. Three things, the way the eye hones in on something, and it yeah. looks right if it's in that
0: ratio. Gotcha.
1: As far as we, you know, understand
0: it. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I've read about it a million times, and I just it don't just remember It just doesn't click. You know, as artists. <laughs> yeah. It just doesn't
1: click. But I'm just saying, thank goodness that different people find different things attractive. Oh, yeah. I have girlfriends that, like, especially when we were single and we used to go out to mingle, it was like, You know, if if a guy would approach, it's kind of like this is definitely Melanie's guy. You know, (laughs) this is not Jody's guy. You know, whatever. You know what I'm saying? You you end up knowing what. Although attraction can take you by surprise too. You can think you have a certain thing you like, and then it can take you by surprise. There are certain women who like more rugged, even dangerous-looking men, and there are certain women who like them more safe-looking.
0: I like dangerous women. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously.
1: By the way, also high on the list, along with Ray reggae, J, reggae, is um, Harry Styles, ladies. Oh, yeah. For a very handsome, symmetrical face.
2: Sam's always up on the new eats. He's the food dude.
0: Brought to you by Lowe's. Well,
3: the brand Hers that make chips—they have come out with a charcuterie board flavored potato
0: chip. Jody.
1: Oh, so it—it it, uh, um, it tastes like cheese and meats.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to think this one through. Like you know? Salami. The uh,
3: website says it's the flavors of cured meat and aged cheeses with tiny flavor spices.
1: Right, right, kind of like an everything bagel on a chip, <clears throat> but charcuterie ish. Yeah. yeah,
3: that's interesting. Yeah, and they've also got a new one uh, loaded tots kettle cooked chips. <gasps> See, I think hers needs to do a spicy chip, and it can be hot in her.
1: Ah, and then they get Nellie. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Writes itself, doesn't it? Yeah, it it? does. All right, so Jody bringing back a little of your childhood here, chicken and a biscuit.
1: Oh, well, wait. Those were the crackers that... I. The adults could have, but they didn't want the kids eating those. Oh,
0: really? Yeah. Those were reserved? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Them's is fancy.
0: Cups. Yeah, I'm not sure what this says about <laughs> the family. <Yeah. laughs>
3: it trying to make me
1: feel bad. The news is I, I, was, I snuck one or two, yeah. and I didn't like them. So yeah. there. Well, boom.
3: they've come out with their first new flavor besides regular uh, Ranch. So you can now get Chicken and a Biscuit Ranch. They're even fancier. I had to look these up because it's like, with the name Chicken and a Biscuit, it's like, is there chicken
1: in there? No, they're super strong flavored. I
3: can still taste
0: them. Maybe chicken broth is what's part of the... It's actually
3: dehydrated, dehydrated cooked chicken. Ugh. Okay. is in the cracker.
1: Not for adults only anymore.
0: I love them. Have you ever? You've eaten them? Huh? I've never had them. Oh, you Are you serious?
1: Yeah, Wait, I'm... you had them growing up?
0: Yes. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. Well, um, but it's what... amazing you two ever yeah. got together. <laughs> but what we didn't have were Pringles. Oh. Those were fancy chips. Those are according fancy to my chips, mom. chips yeah. because they were in a can. Hey, yeah, I was my grandmother's. A... Yeah, though. when
3: I was a kid, Pringles were the fancy, expensive chips. It's yep. true. We just got Lay's. <laughs> And you'll like them, too. you like, you it, like too. them. Eat them. <laughs> um, uh, the folks that make candy pop and cookie pop, you know, like cookie popcorn or candy popcorn. Yeah. Like Oreo oh, popcorn. Yeah, yeah. Got it. Uh, they now have cereal pop, and they oh. debuted it with uh, Fruity Pebbles cereal
1: and pop. And that could go uh-huh. on for 100 years. Oh. yeah. <laughs> yeah. With all the cereal. Also,
3: something to watch out for as we get closer to the Super Bowl. It is Super Bowl 57. Right. Which nice. is... Also, Heinz Hines
1: 57. Yes, they're
3: putting up billboards that say uh, huh. L-V-I-I means 57. Oh, I don't know what clever. they have planned, but they're starting already.